Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the number one Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Daddy McDook. As always, I'm joined by Dr. Hoji Dr. Bismoji, and Hello. John Sheeran. Yeah. And uh, we have so much to talk about yeah. because, yeah, because the Cincinnati Bengals are practicing. They are playing football in the practice format. Training. And, camp. yeah, and we talked last time about how Joe Burrow is he's, he's throwing so hard that people are stinging, their hands are stinging. Yeah. And now, John, we have read that T. Higgins is surprised by the velocity, and yeah. that is despite the fact that he has gained, as was reported by our own John Sheeran before we started the show, he has gained 10 to 15 pounds. I believe it's 17 pounds. 17 pounds, which tells you one thing. Which is a lot which is a lot. And I'll just tell you this. You don't gain that kind of weight eating carrots and celery. Wait a minute. Why, do you, why, why all of a sudden? On, you... He's packing on the muscle. He's packing on the muscle. You, you can pack on muscle eating carrots and celery. Can you? Yes. Yes. Look at the bull, the mighty bull. It is a mighty animal. And, 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 and it's a herbivore. What does it do? It eats grass. It's a mighty animal. Look at the elephant, the mighty elephant. Yeah. These are yeah, but, mighty animals. Yeah. But but you look at you look at uh, T Higgins and he is he's getting so strong, he's so big. And really now a lot of people are talking about how Joe Burrow is a top 10 quarterback. I'm hearing it all over the place. Really? Yeah, and I I think that's fair. You know, I think where, where are you hearing it? Because I, I agree, but I'm just curious. I feel like the mainstream media hasn't caught on to it. Yet. Yeah. No, it's everywhere. It is everywhere. Um, James. Like, like, what do you mean by everywhere? I mean, I don't understand. It's a pretty vague thing to say. It's everywhere. You're saying Anybody's everybody, like if I turn on, if I turn on ESPN or I'm following the major reporters, they're saying yeah. Joe Burrow is a top 10 quarterback. That's a very odd thing for them to say, even though I agree with it. It's odd because he, he, he didn't even play a full season last year. That's that is the thing. That's why he's not top five, and that is what we want to talk about. Is I feel like you made. Top, yeah. I mean, I'm just going to be flat out straight here. I feel like you made that up, and you just kind of made it up on the spot. No, John. I just shared with John before the show that James Vader of SB Nation is is saying this. He's saying he's a top ten quarterback, and the reason we've talked about so much on the show is because he was already a top eleven quarterback. Let's say. And then he gets Jamar Chase, who was his best deep target, and that improves his biggest weakness, is throwing deep. So, boom, it boosts him at least one point. What What yeah. is stopping, I guess, Burrow from being a consensus, if you will, top 10 quarterback? Is it just the lack of experience? Is it's just it ability? I mean, it's, no, that's it's the kind of thing, John, that the person has to prove while playing the game of football. Now, I mean, we, we can give Joe Burrow all the accolades we want, but I feel like sometimes the fan base is... Listen, there's a reason why realism helps. Like all this talk about Joe Burrow's arm being so strong now. I mean, there's only so much you can do with an arm. Yeah, Joe, Joe Burrow can get stronger. But Joe Burrow is never going to be the kind of guy you wanted to chuck downfield a lot, and that's fine because that's not how you win games. 
you win games using the kind of throws that he's been throwing. You win games with those, you know, those those modest passes, but but he can make all the passes. He makes them on the move, the kind of West Coast offense. I'm very type confused. Stuff. On the one hand, you're saying there is there's only one thing you can do with your arm, which is which right. is not true. You can. There's so many things you can do with your. I'm arm. saying like people are talking now as if he's a whole new guy. I I saw Zach Taylor he said, is. "Oh, he can get he can get the ball 90 yards downfield." Let me ask you I something. Mean, he's got a new knee. Let not only that, but, but it's not a better you. knee. It's not well, better me, than the, the knee that God it is. Him. It is because he is strengthened around it. But you said he's like he's the new guy. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. If someone, you know, God forbid, the teeth, sure, I, I'll give you that. Yeah. If, teeth, someone, teeth, if someone, teeth, if someone, someone is lost yeah, in a I, horrific accident, how do you identify them? It's by the teeth. When you have new teeth, it is like you are a new person. Okay, I give you that. I, I give yeah. you that the teeth. So, yeah, arm connection is a totally underrated connection. I talked okay. about it last time. Yeah. When a QB gets his teeth fixed, usually right. amazing things happen to his throw. Fine. Yeah, but I'm just saying, Joe Burrow. I mean, people were debating if he was even the best rookie last year. Now you're going to tell me he's like top ten? Well, I'm with you. Ridiculous. I hope people, he is. I love okay. him. He's number people one. Debate oh, if this is the best, number one. People debate if this is the best Bengals show, and it is called the number one Bengals show. People will debate anything these days. Yeah, you just call things number one, and then you think it's going to happen, or say something's top ten, and then you just pretend it's true. But that's not how things are ranked. It's much Joe more Burrow, complicated. Look, let me just let me just set a little debate. Joe Burrow is easily a top ten quarterback. Whatever. End of discussion. I just ended it. Whatever. Okay, so let us let us move on. You have a Joe Burrow on offense. He's the guy who, you know, I mean, he makes the whole thing go. On defense, we have a Joe Burrow. We have Jesse oh. Bates. Yeah, we have Jesse Bates. That's and, your and, Joe Burrow? That is my Joe Burrow. Not DJ Reader. Top 10, top 10 defensive player in the league. I just said it. DJ Reader? Yeah. DJ Reader is very good. Top is 10. You think Jesse Bates is better than DJ Reader? Oh, he's, yeah. Jesse Bates is incredible. Jesse Bates is one of those guys where it's like you can just leave that whole part of the field to him. Which Jesse, part? Jesse Bates. The part no, where part? he is. The part which where part he is. It? Okay. You guys, you are not John. Please tell us why Jesse Bates. Tell, tell him, please. Go. What, what about Jesse Bates? Uh, there's yeah, I want so to many about things. Jesse Bates. There's so many things that make him really good. He's, yeah, I think he's like my age. I think he's 24, 23 years old. He's still really young, but he's Maybe played in every single game. John, please, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no like that—that's part of it. He's so good for his youth, for his young age. He's played in every single game that he's been possible for him to play. I think he's like one of the only players. He is the only player in the NFL over the last three years to have like 300 tackles and nine interceptions and however many forced fumbles. It was crazy though last year because. The first two years that he was in the league, he was very up and down, very streaky. He had a great first eight weeks of, to, of his career in like 2018, and he kind of tapered off a little bit. And 2019, it was a lot more inconsistent. You're thinking, is this guy actually as good as he was starting out of his, his career? 2020 happens, and he's playing like a legitimate defensive player of the year candidate. I think it goes the same with Burrow in, in terms of ability. And in terms of like the the limited flashes that we've seen from him, because again, Bates is still pretty relatively inexperienced. The ability is there for him to be amongst those top ten defense players that Daddy was mentioning. Is he established in that spot yet? That remains to be seen. But that's why the Bengals should be interested in paying him because they're paying for. 
future production. They believe that he's ascending to a point where he's going to be an established, consistent stud. And in terms of just the best free safeties in the NFL, there's probably none that you would rather have in the long term right now other than Jesse Bates. Like Daddio said, he is an absolute ball hawk. He is a center field god. He just covers so much ground with his awareness, with his just overall vision and his anticipation and athleticism. He makes plays on balls that not every other safety in his position can do. And that's what makes him special. That's what makes him potentially a top 10 defensive player in the league. Thank you. That's it. Yeah, no, potentially. And you mentioned the word stud. That usually refers to a stallion. Again, a herbivore. Yeah. Go ahead, Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. They, they. Look, here's what I want to say. You know, John, when you have uh, running backs, you know, when they, okay, when they play in the snow or when it's a muddy game. When right? running backs, when running backs play in the snow. Or, that's, yeah. That's what you, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. When, right. when, when, when NFL players are in the snow. Mm -hmm. right or it is muddy muddy or snow right and it's like you look at them and they break off like the long runs you're like wow that is really you know it's because everybody is kind of like slowed down by the environment like by a bad mud, a bad snow. field yeah. yeah i look at the performance of Bengals players as that you have to factor that in if jesse bates looks like a potential top 10 defender on the Bengals, or if joe burrow looks like a potential top 10 quarterback you know that they are because they are on the Bengals and they are doing that. That is what I'm saying. You look at, John, you look at so many Kind players. of not like that. What do you mean? It's kind of not like, because if you're saying that the Bengals are not the best team, a little bit mismanaged, that doesn't necessarily make a player look worse. It could make a player look better. You have more opportunities to make no, your... No, 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 no. You see... Less competition. No, no, no. Good coaching and good personnel and good training and... Okay. All okay. that, all okay. the good players around you that elevate your game. Look, we're not going to go. Let's talk about here. good coaching yeah. for a second. I want to say something about good coaching. Yeah. And I know that I feel like this is like a free conversation. So I just want to throw this in there. It was, uh, I believe it was Jonah Williams who was talking about the differences. I was reading it this week and, and I want to get John's input on, 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 on this. On the differences between the coaching styles of Frank Pollock and his, we won't mention his name, his predecessor, a man who was never very popular on our show. And he said the difference is before we would be told, do this, do that, or be like this, be like that. But Frank, Frank Pollock, the way he coaches us, he says, turn your wrist this way, turn your arm that way, turn your feet this way, look that way. Very specific. How much of, realistically speaking, John, because I know you're into talent, with the talent we have on the offensive line, what kind of a difference can that offensive line coaching make on the team? Could it be a substantial difference where we have a really top-rated offensive line just because the coaching is so much better now? Coaching is, from my understanding, a lot like teaching. The greatest, the best coaches are typically the best teachers. And there's a method in terms of how to turn something that's being done wrong into something that's being done right. It, it takes more than just saying, do this instead of this show me how to do it better show me the steps in terms of how i can make that progress into going from somewhat bad technique to good technique and that's really the whole difference between the coach who sh shall not be named to frank pollock you know pollock has that intensity and has that rigorousness of like a drill sergeant to command excellence 
But at the same time, he comes with a pedigree of knowing what he's talking about and telling you how to get from point A to point B. And when you are able to eloquently, you know, narrate that and describe what you're asking to do, then the teaching itself, the coaching itself becomes more absorbable. And it's it's something that they can actually take and apply with, with themselves. And that's really all what, what it comes down to. Like the coach can only do so much. He's just right. a conveyor of information, right? It's, it's up to the players to actually apply that knowledge and make themselves better. Because at the end of the day, like these guys are in the NFL and right. they, they've already been coached a lot. They've already they're established pros. themselves as players. So there's only so much that an NFL coach, a position coach can do in terms of improving what a player does with, with his technique. So the more efficient that you can be in conveying that information in order to make those improvements, the better that those players can possibly be. So to answer your question with the players that they have now, that's it. They, they, they have athletes, they have guys with high upside, they have guys who can, who can still be molded, and that's a good recipe in terms of turning a bad unit into a good unit. And it will take more of what we're hearing from Frank Pollock in terms of getting the most out of these guys and getting them in positions to succeed compared to his predecessor who basically said, don't do this, do this. Not really sure how to do that was not being responded. Well, obviously now I think you're seeing actual progress in terms of getting guys who are doing stuff the wrong way and doing that the right way. And when you get that information in there, they already have the natural gifts to actually do it right. Now, no, 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 no. no. Yeah. One last follow-up. Okay. Because that keeps talking about this top 10 thing with the talent we have right now on the offensive line, adding that coaching factor in, that teaching factor in that you mentioned, could this ever become, this year, a top 10 offensive line? Let's say no, right? It would take a lot of other offensive lines to be bad. Miracles, okay. Yeah, Yeah. so. Okay. It's fine, though, right? Like, do do you need need a top 10 offensive line to succeed? Not with Joe. John, so that is a good point. You talked about how you can have the teacher does his part, but the, but the players have to be willing to learn. Right. And that, that is really what it is. I mean, you look at, you're saying, you know, can they be top 10? I mean, you need, you need the players to have the capability, capability. to elevate their game. Yeah. And it, it, it reminds me of the show. Like, I, oh. you know, I give you guys all the best advice and instructions and resources to, to be the... No, I'm just saying there's there's so much that I put out there to help you. The elevate. fact that you put plural on resources is actually right. funny. Yeah, like that. Your thumbtack yeah. is a one thumbtack is a resource. A box of thumbtacks, which is pretty much all I've ever gotten from this show, is yeah. resource is still a resource. It's not a resource. Is okay. just because it's okay. But I also gave because I can link. only use one. I also yeah. gave you that link. Where you can download all these PDFs of from a Russian site to get yeah. the these uh, all the business advice books, right? Well, and I tried that. Improve your. I tried that, and my computer yeah. blew up. <laughs> it is, you need to need to get the antivirus. It literally got is, a virus, yeah, and it caught on fire while I was using it. So thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good point. Good point. Yeah. All right. Well, I think. Well, let me just say this in closing. If you yeah. say Burrow's not top ten QB, give me ten it. quarterbacks who are better. 
I didn't say that. I just said that it's it's kind of you. Okay, let, let's go back to what you said. You said everybody's saying. Everybody's saying. people are saying. That's not impossible. But that's impossible. He he didn't even finish the season last year. You can't make someone a top 10 QB when they haven't even really played the full season. Okay. It, it sounds like you're saying it's okay. fake news. Okay. We got your Aaron Rodgers. We right. got your Tom Brady. Okay. They're already going to be the top two. Well, no, Mahomes. Mahomes is okay. Mahomes, we got your three. I mean, we're already, you know, we're already three into it. And I haven't even gotten to people who are well. I think you are astonished because you don't know more than three quarterbacks. No, I know more. Okay, you got your Derek Carr. Derek Carr Derek... is better than Joe Burrow. No, but Derek, Derek Carr is really good. John. Deshaun Watson. Does that Deshaun count? Watson. He's not in the league anymore. Well, okay, fine. But he will be. Okay. And when he is, he's going to be top 10. I'll give you Russell Wilson. Why are, Why are you helping him? Okay, fine. What about Prescott? Not better than Joe Burrow. You don't think so? I don't think. Like so. I'm only helping him if I give him more than ten quarterbacks. Okay. Yeah, you... John, would you agree Dak is better? I don't know. I'm not saying Probably. better. I'm That's saying fun, that the yeah. media would say he's better. More refined, but Burrow can take you further. I agree. I'm a bigger Burrow fan. I would not replace Burrow for anything. I'm a fan. I want that kid. That kid is my because there's more that goes to the equation, doesn't isn't there? Aaron yeah, Rodgers exactly. is like 40. Tom Brady's like 50. Right. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I mean, he's Mahomes. Yeah. So there's, but like, yeah. In terms of long term, and it's the same goes with Jesse Bates. Like, is Jesse Bates the best safety in the league right now? It's up for debate. But in terms of who you would want for the long haul, in terms of having a guy on a long term contract, and in terms of a guy who can get better, you would take Bates over a lot of other quarterbacks. And I think the same goes for Burrow. Yeah. Exactly. Top 10 at least. That is what I heard. Okay. Look, don't forget to subscribe. Leave a five-star review. That is all we have. We'll see you next time. For John Sheeran and Dr. Hoji the Electric Smoji and Daddy McDook. So long. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.